All right, amen. Teaching others also. Radio broadcast style of session. And we're going to be in Psalm 90 still. Psalm 90 this morning. Getting close to the end of this calendar year. Very close. It is December 29th. Hard to believe, isn't it? 2021. December 29th, 2021. Hallelujah. Now, our passage, what we've been through the first couple days, uh, yesterday and Monday, was uh, out of Psalm 90. We've read the whole psalm, and it's got all kind of stuff about time in it. We're talking about bringing in the new year. Uh, We're talking about a new year. And you can't think of a new year without thinking of the old year, absolutely, and we'll speak of that in a moment. We notice that he said in verse 10, the days of our years are threescore and ten. And if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off, we fly away. Verse 12, he says, So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts and wisdom. Some glad morning when this life is over, I'll fly away. And uh, I'm ready to go. Amen. But I got to tell you this. I was ready to go for quite a while now, and it hadn't happened, so I better make sure I continue to do what I ought to do. Bob Jones Sr. used to say, do what you ought to do today. You'll be where you ought to be tomorrow. And I understand that that's not some infallible formula, but it's a really good principle. It really is. You probably won't be where you ought to be tomorrow if you don't do what you ought to do today. And that's what his point was at the time. So in Psalm 90, he says those things, and... We talked about time. We talked about the fact that the time is of the Lord. Time is of God. Uh, time was made by the Lord. It's from the Lord. We talked about prophetic time and proportionate time, particular time. And we're going to talk about that today in regards to an up and coming year, in regards to the use of time. Now, you can go back and you can debrief. You can do a little bit of after action reporting. Okay, and look at the after incident report, the AIR, or the after action report, the AAR, and you can look at these things and say, you know, I wonder. Now, for example, the prophetic thing about time is that your time's coming. My time is coming. The fact that it hasn't come yet, and the fact that it might not come for a little while, and that you don't know when, can be deceiving. By no means does God want us to be a bunch of Marthas. He gave us ample proof that he doesn't want us to be like Martha. I've heard Martha's through the years always say, yeah, well, there was, you know, Mary's won't get it done. They do get it done. They get it done God's way. So Mary's don't just sit around and do nothing. Martha's, the problem with Martha's is, okay, go read John 11. Go read the passages. The problem is Jesus wouldn't have to say, Martha, Martha, thou art cumbered about and troubled with many things. But Mary hath chosen that thing that can't be taken away from her. The problem is they really believe that if, it, if it's going to happen, they got to do it. Nobody else is doing it. and Got to be done right now. And that every bit of their stuff is what it's really about. And the Lord says, well, no, that's not actually the case. Okay? So the idea is it's perfect, prophetic. Your day is coming. Because of that, we need to understand our life is proportionate. We don't know when we're going to go, when we'll fly away. Now, we should become more and more accountable, and we are actually. You're more accountable 
as time goes on, far more accountable as time goes on. In other words, the longer I live, the more opportunities I've had, whether I availed myself of them or not, to know the Bible, to know the will of God, to know how the Holy Ghost works. The longer I live, the more accountable I am, not the less. The more I live, the more Jesus Christ is supposed to be formed in me, in my thoughts, my attitudes, my behaviors, my choices, my loves, and my hates. And then I want to talk a bit about particular, time in particular. And I want to take this, this day, Wednesday, we only got today and then tomorrow and Friday. And I want to take this day and, and think about some things about time, okay? First Peter chapter 3, First Peter chapter 3, verse 8, Finally be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrarywise blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called that ye should inherit a blessing. Inheriting a blessing is part of that prophetic time. There's a time off in the future when all this stuff will be taken into account and we will give an account. Our time is proportionate. My baby brother didn't get past 15 years. My mother didn't get got around 54 years out of life. Okay? I'm at 66 and a half. Could be tonight. Could be today. Could be while I'm talking right now. I have no idea. My closest brother, he just went boom, just like that. Okay? So my point being that we've got to understand how this thing works so that in particular, okay, in particular, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. A fellow once wrote a great little chapter in a book, and he the, the chapter was Communication is a Courtesy. And the reason I read this verse, these verses in 1 Peter chapter 3 is, he says, courteous, courteous. You know, to be courteous is to have court-like manners, not the kind of court some of y'all gone to or we've been to, you know, judicial court, but as, a, as in a king's court. We're to behave ourselves as priests and kings for God, and we're to treat one another with courteous, to be courteous, with courtesy. Communication is a courtesy. Now, why did I bring that up about time? Because particular time. Days have meaning. Sometimes it has more meaning to people than others. Now, some people will act like a day, like their birthday, for example, means nothing to them. That's a smokescreen. It's a deflection. Sometimes it's just protection against being disappointed when everybody forgets your birthday. Someone says, well, the older I get, I don't even want to remember my birthdays. That's not. That's 99% of the time not true. It just means they don't want a big deal made out of it and everyone else forgets too. Now, here's my point. Here you are. It's a Wednesday, December 29th, okay? Coming up to a new year. I don't know how you do it. Some people are exclusively electronic nowadays. I don't. I, I use pen and paper as my as main one and then back up with, you know, electronic. But before the first of the year... I will go through every monthly calendar and I will write in the names of the people that I pray for a lot and that matters to me when their birthday is, for example, or their anniversary, 
and I will write it in. Now, what I do is I don't write how old they're going to be. I write what year they're born whenever I know it. Then I can always do the math, and I don't get tripped up. But I take last year's calendar, and I go in, and I write it out ahead of time. If it's like a birthday, an event, an anniversary, I highlight it with a highlighter. So that when I'm glancing at that calendar, I glance at my monthly calendar every day. Now, I'm not going to get into all that. You can, you can do I've even got some. We've even got some online here about that. How-tos, I believe they're called. The how-to series. But here is my point. Communication is a courtesy. So particular times being remembered by us in relationship to others is a courtesy. It's something that we do to show court-like manners, to show that that person cares. It is an amazing thing. Now, I know, I know, and I'm not saying it's, it's you, you, you have to not use uh, electronic media. I'm not saying that it has to be handwritten, printed, but you would be surprised what a note means sometimes. Now, a text for many people is just the same as receiving a note, and that's great. In fact, maybe for some of them, it's less, it's, it brings back, you know, bring, makes it really good because it doesn't bring a reciprocating need to reciprocate and do the same for the other person. But I am here to say this, that it's a courtesy that we should do for others. However you do it, it's a courtesy we should do. You should know, know the other person well enough to know what would mean something to them. When he said, do as unto others as you'd have them do unto you, he means find out what means something to them and do that not what would mean something to you. You know, the old joke, you know, for Christmas, the fellow gave his wife a power tool, you know, a drill or a jigsaw or something, when in reality, <laughs> that's what he wanted. And at this time of year, Christmas is behind us, New Year's ahead of us. It's a great time to think about the particular. Come to James with me, James and chapter 4. James 4. It's a great particular time for understanding that the failure to plan is planning to fail. You say, oh, no, I, I under, you know, you can just run God right out of your life with planning. Really? Then why was it that he told them that they needed to come to those feasts and he told them when, what day of the month at each time the feast was going to be? Why did he do that? You know, for them to attend the feast took great planning. James chapter 4. It should be tempered. Some people plan because it makes them feel secure and feel good. Some people are organized because when they're not organized, they don't feel good. That's not the right motive or the right method. We should be organized so that we can be better at whatever we do. The level doesn't matter. Read a book a lady wrote on organization, and, she, and someone said, well, just some people are more organized than others. She said, I've never met anybody that wasn't organized in some part of their life. And she said it might be a man with his tackle box or with his guns or his carpenter tools or something. It might be a woman with stuff around the house or stuff with her job or things that she likes or her jewelry or whatever. And, and she said, whatever part of your life is organized, look at that and figure out how you can be better at what else you do. And so, read these verses with me over the next minute. Go to now, ye that say, 
Today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. So these are like ultra planners. These are like it's going to happen no matter what because it's on our back. We're going to make it happen. The sentence continues. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanisheth away. You really don't know. You don't. You don't cease to exist, but your time here does. And then he says, for that you ought to say. Now, you ought to plan. Watch. If the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. But now you rejoice in your boastings. Human nature begins to boast and get self-sufficient at the idea of carrying out its plan and executing, you know, the plan. He said, but now, he said, for that you ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. The old timers would sign, when they would exchange a letter and the fellow would say, would you come preach for us, you know, first weekend in May, etc. You know, he would write back and say, I will, I'll see you then. And at the bottom, they'd put capital D, capital V. It stood for two Latin words, Deo Valente, Lord willing, Lord willing. And then it says, but now you rejoice in your boastings, all such rejoicing is evil. Ready? Ready? Therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, him it is sin. It's a good plan for you to plan to do good. You have to plan to do good. Many things that are really good in God's eyes, you got to plan to do them. If you don't, what will happen is it will get crowded out. You may, you've heard me say the guy that his, some people that work for him on his staff would say, well, I'll, I'll do that as, as soon as I get around to it. So he went down the street and had a fellow make up some little buttons. And it was a round button and it said to it in the middle. And when they'd say that, he'd hand it to him and say, now, you have around to it, so get around to it. <laughs> okay. So listen, today, got two more days left. Thursday, Friday. Talk about some other things with this tomorrow morning. But right now, get this, please. Okay, get this. This is about to be a new calendar year, and God, it's like getting the hit re reset. And I don't care about all year, and we'll talk about, you know, uh, resolutions. But today... Give some thought to the fact of whether or not you're exercising of good, balanced, godly planning for the sake of others. Give that some thought. You pray over it. That's between you and God. But I know God can use that. And we'll see you in the morning.